Hi, you're listening to the Inside Family Law Podcast and I'm your interviewer, Zoe Durand. Um, I'm chatting with Rachel Brace, who I actually um, met, well, I've known for a while around the traps, but we um, met again in person at the recent AFCC conference. And Rachel um, had a stall um, with her book, Max's Divorce Earthquake. We'll get to the, what this book's about and why, why Rachel created it. But first of all, I just want to say, um, do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about your path through family law and you know, sure. your, your work in family law? Um, well, I'm a psychologist, um, and a long time ago I worked in child protection and, and that and out of home care, and that kind of then somehow led me into working as a family consultant um, at the Sydney Registry at the mm-hmm. Family Court for oh golly about nine or nine ten years, um, and that's kind of led me into my work here with the relation space, mm-hmm. um, working and supporting family and children who are going through uh, family breakup and divorce and separation and everything that comes with that. So do you do family therapy or individual therapy or what, what sort of, do you do any therapeutic work now? Or what yeah, do you do? yeah, I do. I do a lot of um, work with children, uh, just providing them with a safe space to talk about and to process all their feelings that come with changes in their families mm-hmm. when, when their mum and dad separate. Um, and I also do a little bit of family therapy and a little bit of individual support for mm-hmm. parents and, and adults who are going through the, the same thing. So kind of a little bit of everything just to mm-hmm. keep it interesting. And do you still do reports as well? Yeah, I still do uh, single expert reports for the court um, okay. as well. Yeah. Okay, so look, um, you've recently created this book, Max's Divorce Where Earthquake. When was that released? Uh, it was released in all April, May this year okay. um, through Little Steps Publishing. Yep. Okay, so do you want to tell me a bit about why you've created this book? Or? Yeah, I, I guess it was kind of a long time coming. It was in my head for a long time. But uh, just when working with kids, trying to find a, a book or a story that talked about the emotions that can be generated for kids when they're going through such a, a, a big change in their family structure, um, I really struggled to find something that I was comfortable using and that I would recommend to parents and, and to other adults who are supporting kids going through that process. So. You know, eventually I kind of put pen to paper and that's kind of how Max's divorce earthquake came about and, and luckily um, I guess because of my work I, I had lots of uh, kids who had spoken to me about how they experienced their parents separation and I was able to kind of use that uh, yeah when the story was coming to life and created. It's got beautiful illustrations too, so they're by, is it Angela Perini? Yes, Angela Perini. So she's a a, a lovely lady. She lives and works in Italy. She's Italian. Um, And uh, I was connected with her through Little Steps. And yeah, she did an absolutely fantastic job and uh, really brought the words to life. I think her her pictures really make to the story and add add to it. Mm. So do you want to just tell the listeners, obviously without giving the entire game away, but a bit about the plot and kind of the journey that Max goes through? Yeah, so so Max is the little character, the little boy in, in the story. Um, and when his parents uh, tell him that they are separating and getting divorced, I guess to him it feels like a big, massive earthquake and, and it generates a lot of big feelings and there's a lot of stuff that Max has to deal with and, and to process. Um, and I guess the story just follows his emotional journey um, as he works through uh, yeah the changes in his family okay um, and what is it we can kind of I suppose take out of this like I think there's a lot 
in it for children? Actually, I was about to get to the parent question, but I think I'll, <laughs> I'll focus on kids. What is it you think children can get out of this? Like, do you think it will help them kind of understand, make sense of what's happening to them more? Yeah, or? well, I think for any kid or for anyone that's going through something that's really kind of shattering and shimmy and shaking up their world, um, just knowing that what they're feeling and what mm. they're going through is pretty normal. So mm. that sense that we can normalise these feelings, mm. uh, the ability to help them build their vocabulary uh, mm. around expressing their feelings. So, you know, a lot of kids know the words sad and happy and angry or mm. mad, but learning that there are other words out there that can describe uh, variations of those feelings mm. is really helpful for kids in learning how to express themselves. Um, and I guess it just can encourage conversation between parents and kids about what's happening to them and how they're feeling. And that in itself um, can be quite therapeutic and supporting for kids. Well, the thing I got, so I was having a read through and I actually used to be um, a court appointed independent children's lawyer and I was thinking, <laughs> there's a lot in here for children. Like I do think it's a really, really good book. Yeah. Um, but also I think there's something in there for parents um, you know, it's funny, not just with this book, but other children's books, like there's the Unicorn book. I don't know if you've heard of them. Like, you, what would Unicorn do? And uh, I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is a great book for adults too, you know, about like morals and ethics and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's a totally different thing. But yeah. your book, I feel as well, like it's like like a lot of really good children's books yeah. that really have like a core of truth to them. Yeah. I feel that they can strike a chord not just with children, but adults as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, look, books have long been used. Um, I guess there's a term, bibli bibliotherapy, right? Mm. Which is the use of oh, books and that. stories uh, in a therapeutic context and to help people heal. And I guess following a separation, um, parents and children can experience massive stress and upheaval and it can be a really difficult emotional challenging time um, and parents can really struggle to know how to support their children mm. during that time because they too are struggling and going through massive change so mm. in some regards um, being able to sit down do a shoulder to shoulder activity with your with your child and, and to talk about this and to talk about emotions which can be really challenging way for to open a, up a discussion yeah, yeah, in a non-threatening way yeah absolutely um, and it's something that you know, assuming you can read, everybody can do it. Um, mm -hmm. um, and I think in that way, it can direct parents to do something with their kids that can help kids, but can also help parents feel that they're really doing something to support their kids and, and to better understand their child's emotional journey, which may be a little bit different to from theirs. Yeah, theirs. yeah mm. absolutely. And what are the lessons that we get from the book, I guess, for parents in terms of how to best support your children through separation? Are there any, is there anything we can take out, you know, and extrapolate out? Yeah, well, I'd like to think so. But, you know, I think it's that there's no right or wrong way to feel. Um, for kids or for adults when you're going through this type of stuff. There's no um, feelings uh, that are bad. Um, mm. They might be uncomfortable to, to feel and, and not feel that good. Don't uh, be ashamed of how you feel. Yeah. Absolutely. And that they will pass. Yeah. Mm. Feelings are, one of my favourite phrases is, feelings and emotions are, are temporary states, not permanent traits. And, and I'd mm. like to think that, um, you know, this story can kind of help kids and, and, and parents get their head around that. Um, I really liked what you're talking about, the feelings and how people can have their own feelings. I love this line which says, Max's dad, I hope I can read a small bit of it. <laughs> Max's dad explained that Max might be feeling sad, gloomy, happy and excited. He assured Max that all feelings count and mixed feelings don't cancel each other out. And I love that phrase that they don't cancel each other out. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Could it be Absolutely. confusing in itself to have mixed feelings about things. Oh, yeah. and I guess when you're little and, and, and you're still trying to figure out lots of stuff about life and world and, and, and these big feelings can become overwhelming, it can become really difficult to, to 
understand that and just know that it is going to be okay and and, it, and it's pretty normal to sometimes experience happiness and sadness all in the one go mm. and any other um, I guess thoughts about I mean you know some supportive words of wisdom for because um, I do get quite a lot of parents listening into yep. the podcast yeah. who are separating about and you know and they I mean I think the vast majority of parents do care about their children sometimes we can all lose focus and get caught up in our own yeah, things but yeah. they do also really care about and love yep. their children and a lot of them are listening and they just want to know how they can best support their children through separation yep. and kind of manage their own emotions and, and take care of themselves and also yep. take care of their children that was a big question so yeah, any thoughts oh, look, I guess that, <laughs> there'd be two points that I'd make to that and and first is you know the best thing that parents can do is just encourage their children to talk about share their feelings and really listen to them um even if it's difficult mm. to hear what they have to say, and even if they don't think that their children's feelings reflect the accuracy of the situation, mm. um, but just encouraging uh, them to talk, normalising what they're feeling and listening to them is, 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 is a really good thing for parents to do. I guess the other thing, uh, and, and this probably kind of falls in a little bit with my line of work, um, it's really important that parents are aware of their own emotions and they don't project their own feelings about the divorce or their ex-partner onto their children. Um, and to try and you know have an awareness of that and, and to work hard at keeping their own feelings about that stuff separate from whatever it is their children are feeling uh, yeah. about about what's happening I mean I guess the thing is you know um, we are all so close as parents especially the younger childish children and you know mm. when they're first born you're completely so you know oh, all yes, that stuff, but, <laughs> but they are their own little person yeah you know? absolutely um, and whilst they require a lot of care and support yeah um, you know they still are individual. Um, there's that whole quote yeah, by yeah. Gahil Gibran, your children, your children, I think it's, I'm probably totally butchering it <laughs> here, your children come through but are not of you or something. Like, yep. they yeah. are still their own individual little soul, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And just because they might not have the words or, or the ability to say what they're feeling or to explain it articulately, they're still feeling, mm. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're still experiencing the world emotionally. Mm. Um, so in, in that way, uh, at, yeah, it's it's really helpful to them. Yeah, just to be there beside them and supporting them through their emotional journey, mm. whatever that might be. So, how can people get in touch with you about you know whether it's Max's divorce earthquake or your other the things you do to help <laughs> parents and, and families and children? How do they reach you? Uh, well, certainly for Max's divorce earthquake, they can uh, reach us and, and find the book on our website, which is www.kinshipbooks.com, mm-hmm. um, and they can also contact me through here uh, at the relation space. Okay. Well, fantastic. Um, any anything else you're doing? So one last question with the book: Are you doing anything else with it? Popping up anywhere else at any other conferences anytime soon? Or? Uh, well, we hope so. Um, but yeah, we're, I guess uh, the next big project um, for me and for Kinship Books is we got a book with the editors at Little Steps at the moment, which is about uh, a child's emotional journey mm-hmm. when they become part of a step family. So yeah, that is really actually that is necessary to have something on that. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the project and then hopefully we'll pop up at other appropriate uh, targeted conferences with with both Max's Divorce Earthquake uh, and Harriet's story. Um, Is that coming up in the works? Yeah, yeah, well hopefully early next year we're hoping to have that one out. Keep a look out for Harriet. Okay, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to speak with you, Rachel. Cheers. Thanks, Zoe. Thanks.